because there are so many things beyond our control in life, I think embracing that aspect of just letting, allowing flow to happen and really letting the things just transpire and you just walking into whatever your destiny is supposed to be Mm -hmm. is such an important element of life. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Beyond the Sweat, the show where I sit down with ambitious individuals who are not only sweaty, but incredibly insightful and share a love for embracing challenge, moving with purpose, and constantly striving for growth. By holding these conversations, my goal is to introduce you to the strongest people I know in and out of the fitness industry and showcase who they are beyond their hard work and perseverance to better help you shine through your own sweaty endeavors. I'm your host, Megan Clare, and with that... Let's get to it. Today, I am overjoyed to be bringing two powerhouse leaders in the wellness industry to the show. Fitness expert, founder, athlete, entrepreneur, yogi, dancer, creative, coach, philanthropist, Lululemon ambassador, daughter, sister, friend, and now cozy co-hosts are just some of the titles that they fashionably wear. But what I admire about them most is the fact that they refuse to let the titles that they carry define who they are. Rather, they take pride in defining who they are authentically on a day-to-day basis. And that is the beautiful essence of their podcast, Dose of Duality, which is a passionate platform used to explore diverse topics from the world of culture, wellness, entrepreneurship, and relationships. I could probably write an entire speech on how these two um, are so incredible and let that be the show, but I'll let them speak for themselves, my friends. Welcome to the show, Deja Riley and Alicia Ferguson. Hey, Honestly, that was an amazing intro. I know. I like, We're going to need to steal that so that we can just use it as an intro. We do our own show. We're like, we'll just play this at the top. Play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy to have like two incredibly successful individuals within an industry like on one platform and to be able to like introduce you guys. I was like, this is a laundry list of <laughs> accolades. How do I squeeze it all in? <laughs> Oh, so cool. Yeah, thank you. We really so appreciate that. Yeah. Honestly, you know, we both had journeys that have led us here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We both came from very completely different backgrounds, mm-hmm. I would say, but we have so many things in common. And I think that's what makes our show, Dose of Duality, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we've cultivated this beautiful community. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we've really been allowed to open up the conversation about coexistence. And just like you were saying in the intro, like we don't hold our true identity to all of those different titles. It is Mm -hmm. a part of who we are and we continue to embrace each and every one of those titles. But beyond that, we are so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love what you said, because I feel like as we, even in this time of us with podcasts, like labels have changed Mm -hmm. and shifted. Mm -hmm. And so not being attached to what we perceive ourselves to be. I mean, are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like there's, I'm, I'm fully there's in been, that. There's been label <laughs> changes. <laughs> I am this today. Yeah. This is me. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I feel that with your show too, you have such a flow and conversation with the people that you have on your show. And so the openness and 
the ability to shift whether a different person is in the room or like a different energy is brought in. It's very apparent. So you guys are doing great with your show and Thank I'm going to shout it out as much as I can. To yeah. Yeah. Talk to us about beyond the sweat. <laughs> honestly, Amazing. you know, we are both sweat queens in our own rights and yes, we are. are very interested in the concept of your show. I love the episodes that I've gotten a chance to listen yeah. to mm-hmm. and just you being so open in conversation because I think you also, very similar to how we do for Dose of Duality, don't like push the label of people's titles. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's so important in this world because we are full humans and we want to be able to show up as that. So yeah, yeah let's yeah. get into Beyond the yeah. Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. All right, so I'm going to turn the tables to you. Um, just like any sweat session on the show, we always start out with a quick warm up. So in your own words, each of you, um, can you tell the people most importantly who you are, where you're from and what is it that you do? Yeah. Can I go first? Okay. Um, so Alicia Ferguson here, uh, representing <laughs> Jersey. I feel like I'm Jersey girl through and through. When I had to switch my license, it was really heartbreaking, honestly, to New York. <laughs> um, but I've been in Brooklyn uh, for about 13 years. So this is, this is home. New York is home to me at this point. And I've built such an amazing community and family of like chosen family and friends here. Um, and so me and wellness uh, started off as a yogi and it's the titles and the labels and things have expanded, but just um, being a full human who decides to express themselves in multi-dimensional ways. And so it's yoga, it's movement, it's breath work, it's meditation, it's designing spaces. Um, it's even like the business side of things. Um, I get to just like express myself in these new ways. And so. I don't know, I think it's me. She's also a fashionista, um, and I'm currently recruiting her to redo my closet. We're getting a whole whole wardrobe. I'm very excited about it. Stay tuned, everyone. Come to mine next, please. I'll hire (laughs) you. (laughs) Pass her around. Yes. (laughs) But I am Deja Riley. I am from Virginia Beach originally, and I will always claim that as my home. Mm-hmm. Again, devastating it, oh, transition. A. What's yeah, Virginia? A. Okay. Oh, so the VA. Okay. Or you can do two up, two down like that. You know? Or this one. All right. Okay. Jersey doesn't have a cool thing, so sorry, I know. Sorry about it. I'm okay. Neither does Florida. But Jersey is a beautiful place. It's actually where I live now, and I call New York, New Jersey home because I keep mm-hmm. with both. Um, I love it here. I just think the city is just so exhilarating mm-hmm. and there's so much to do here yeah. and there's so much mm-hmm. experience just all over yeah. New York so love it here residing here now but I started out as a professional dancer turned fitness I don't like the word guru or expert or influencer so <laughs> fitness artist impact I love that impactor, impactor. yes Ooh, yes that's a good that. one yes mm-hmm. thank you for bringing it back to impact <laughs> So yes, I am a fitness impactor. Um, We are fellow Lululemon ambassadors. And so that's how our relationship began and how our paths began to cross. And I really just love dipping my toes into several different modalities. I have boxed, danced, done strength, cardio, step. I teach all of those on Lululemon Studio. And most recently, dipped my toes in pickleball. So that is my new sweat of choice. Girl, yes. same. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, I need to get Alicia into it. She's like, she doesn't know about the hype yet. 
But like, she's, I'm gonna bring her over to Everyone the side. Everyone is on pickle. I feel like TikTok just made it, like it's taking over the US. It is, right? It's so. becoming like a pro sport too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so of it good. as ping pong, but like yeah. a little bit harder than that, you know? Like you, have, you don't have the table. Pong, like ping pong meets tennis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so I love that for you. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am so down. <laughs> um, okay. Well, season two of Dose of Duality that's streaming now. I know you guys are concentrated a lot on the topic of how duality plays into relationships. Um, I'd love to start with this. Can you tell us, um, you kind of, touched on this already, but how you two initially connected and how your unique relationships with duality brought you together. Look at that. That is really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess, so I would say about a year ago. Uh, yeah, it's been like a year. It's anniversary. We need to go to dinner or something now. Let's do it. Let's do it. But about a year ago, uh, we were brought together. So Deja was like heading up and like leading the Chargeville campaign, which is, Honestly, it's so inspiring to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was brought in to host uh, some of the New York uh, kind of like presentations for it. Um, in our initial conversation, we had similar friends. Mm-hmm. And so I like reached out just to be like, hey, girl, like I'm going to be doing this. Um, but when we met, it was, we were just like, oh, hey, energy is yeah. just aligned. Yeah. I would say mm-hmm. that. Like, big on like energy leads before you get there. And so like good people just recognize good people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the relationship just kind of grew from there. And it so. Did. We did, um, we worked with a group called um, Girls Who Mentor Girls. Um, and so mm. she was working with them and so brought me in to lead a yoga session. And we had like a wonderful conversation, just empowering and imparting wisdom of, around wellness and entrepreneurship to these. Uh, how old are they? It's like, so they start school? at middle school middle and they range all the way to early adulthood. Okay. And then oh, like wow. 20s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is such a large age range. Um, yeah. But those critical ages. And so. I think that was one of those things that we recognized too, was this would be an amazing if we had the tools that we've developed now, then. Um, so that was something we were really passionate about. And the conversation and relationship just kind of like grew and spawned. Yeah. Um, and the podcast, uh, Deja was starting, was already on a podcast. She yeah. was working through that. Um, mm-hmm. I was working on Take Space, which was this two day wellness festival that Lululemon uh, put on and I got to curate and present. Um, it was amazing. I'm just yeah. going to stop her right here. And I just want... <laughs> just this small thing. Not small thing. It no. was the second largest, like, impactful event that Lululemon has ever done. So let's just... We're going to give that a moment. Yes. I went, by the way. It was phenomenal. I mean, I wanted to be there for, like, all... It was... Was it two days or three days? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, I felt like... I was really missing out from like missing the, I think I missed a day and a half of it. I could only go to like the first half of the first event, but oh my gosh, even just the space itself, like the whole, the organization of it, all the representation of like the different facets of black culture. Like it was so cool. You need to put it on again. Is it happening again? Um, Let's keep rallying support. We're speaking into We're existence. Speaking into existence. <laughs> we are, we are. Way. Um, no, but but thank you. I really appreciate that because there was a lot of just like heartfelt love that went into mm-hmm. really having this representation around wellness and how that intersects to just 
the culture in general mm-hmm. and things that we might not consider wellness in black culture, uh, yeah. but we've already been doing. We just didn't have the label as wellness. And so really like giving it mm-hmm. its, its proper space. Um, but that, during that season, it was just like, yo, shoot me up. Like, hey girl. And I was like, what Literally up girl? the week before you're about hey to come to the event. And I was so nervous to call you because I was like, I don't, I don't want a, another thing on this beautiful black queen's plate. But I need her. Like, honestly, like I was just feeling all the jitters, but you put me right at ease. As yeah. soon as you call, like as soon as I called you, you answered the phone with just so much like joy and cheer in your voice. You did not sound stressed. And I was like, okay. So I feel a little better about asking her, but I'm a tiptoe into it. And then I like asked you to sit with it for a weekend. You said yes on the spot, but I was like, just I was like, yes, just take it, take them all. <laughs> like, let's do this. Yeah. But it was so wonderful to like bring her into it. And then we immediately started to collaborate. I think like mm-hmm. what has been the best part of this journey and this experience that we've had together is that we really just gel so well and it's so easy mm-hmm. and I I love that yeah. you know I think like we're not going against the grain here we're going in flow yeah. and that feels yeah. so good yeah. I think like like anything that I do whether it be a workout or having an experience or being in a relationship I always want it to be fluid and to mm-hmm. just have some ease with it mm-hmm. and just kind of feel like water I'm a water baby Pisces mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like I love to like move and flow and that is what this podcast has yeah. been for us that was the biggest marker because I was coming off of take space mm-hmm. um, which was beautiful but a lot right yeah <laughs> a lot planning a lot of like logistics and so and, and I've never done a podcast before either so the first episode, it was like, I'm here. I don't know what I'm supposed to I'm do. I'm here? Am I? <laughs> um, and the conversation was uh, was Kayla was our... Mm-hmm. Kay- oh my gosh, that was our first episode together. It was went deep, quick. Wow. Like, we were had tears. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. oh, that felt easy. Mm-hmm. And it also felt freeing. I think that mm-hmm. was one of the things as yeah. well, where... Um, this natural like sisterhood kind of like form and Kayla I just met Kayla at Take Space so it's like mm-hmm. I've seen her on the internet but we haven't like met in IRL I feel like yeah. a little more is know, it just the IRL <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> um but yeah this, oh, wow. like, little sisterhood like like bloomed from there mm-hmm. and even our relationship our relationship with the guests so like mm-hmm. everyone from season one we still stay tapped into, yeah, which has been beautiful. Yeah, it's like genuinely authentic, organic, mm-hmm. and still growing. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, the I listened to the Kayla conversation for one. I think I remember this. You both are Capricorns. Yes, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I got Capricorn pride too. Don't worry. Hey, are you January or December? January. I'm a January which, baby. Oh, you're repping the right one. <laughs> <laughs> There is a difference. There's a difference. There is. is. I'm a cusp baby, so I feel like I'm like, I'm end of January on the last day of Capricorn. Oh, okay. Okay. So I feel like I I have the Capricorn in me, but then I have a lot of Aquarius in me too, and that kind of takes over sometimes. That's good. That's a good, like one of my best friends, she's Aquarius, but like Mm. a January Aquarius. So Mm. the Capricorn. Porn, you know, the, we're like very like, all right, let's get to work. Let's like do it. Yeah. That Always doing thing. something. Yeah. But she's still very like, oh, I'm just like, <laughs> floating in the air. Yeah. 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 
That's my husband. My husband's an Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's all the same vibes. I always say like the Aquarius in me comes out when I'm tired because my brain will sometimes act like the spinny wheel on the Mac, like when it freezes. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate description. Yeah. I feel like that sometimes. I feel like Aquariuses give levity to the Capricorn energy. Like they do. Very like, we need to do it and get it done. Mm-hmm. And, like the Aquariuses just add that like lightness. Pisces too. Right, so I was going to say. Space for yeah, us to be. It's like, get out of your head. Like it's like, it's like you flick us. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not that serious. You're right. <laughs> it's That's so- why you guys get along so well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. Yeah, I was told that Capricorns and Pisces are, they make great friends. So mm-hmm. makes sense. You guys gel great in the podcast. Um, <laughs> but since you guys speak so openly about uh, duality, that takes a big sense of vulnerability. I feel like you guys are so casually saying like, oh yeah, we started a podcast, but you are introducing some really deep, raw, real topics on a public platform. Um so I'm wondering what aspects in your relationship to yourself had to grow in order to be so comfortable with being vulnerable on a public platform. Ooh, that's good. Very good. I would answer that by saying consistent growth is important to both of us. I think mm-hmm. we share that in common. And that's amongst the many things that we you know, also agree on is that mm-hmm. like we always want to be growing and moving forward and finding out new things about ourselves. Both of us have been on self-discovery journeys. We both do a ton of introspection. Um, It's very important for us to check our own selves. And I think that that is why we're able to come to this space and be so vulnerable and open with our audience and also attract guests that do the same. I love that. Yeah, I definitely say, I think that was also one of the things that we like connected on um because it takes like you're saying it takes courage and I love how you framed it like you're just saying like we just started this or we just are talking about these deep topics and it isn't casual but I mm-hmm. think in our world we made it very normal like mm-hmm. this is the level and the depth that we choose to have conversations on um mm-hmm. and be in relationship with other people that um can be open and, and decide to like take that journey as well yeah. mm-hmm. um so we were just laughing. I'm like, every time we talk, it's like, maybe it's supposed to be like a 30 minute check-in. <laughs> and then we're like on the phone and I'm like, I'm just so emotionally tender. <laughs> it just goes. And it's like, this is not even supposed to go down this, this road. Um, yeah. But as we're like peeling back the layers, we're like acknowledging that we're sharing that yeah. there's times where we'll shoot the, po- there was y'all like season episode one, I was like in the bathroom in tears. Oh my gosh, oh. yeah, you are. And Deja came to find me and I was like, I'm not okay. Like, I was like, I'm not okay. Today is just not, things have been thinking and yeah. life mm-hmm. has, you, it hits you sometimes. Yeah. And there's moments you can bounce back quicker and this was not a bounce back quick day. Um, mm-hmm. And you just gave me a hug. Mm-hmm. And we were just in the hallway and she's like, it's gonna be fine. We'll take it slow. Yeah. And I think that's how we choose to so show like, up yeah. for each other and for yeah. our community. Yeah. I love yeah. the way that we hold space yeah. for each other. I love the way that we hold space for our guests. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we continue to hold space like that for our community and open mm-hmm. up that conversation mm-hmm. so people feel like duality can be normalized. Yep. Because right. truly, it's just like the 
it's human nature, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people just shy away from it because, you know, they don't want to have a label stamped on them. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think acknowledging yeah. duality does the opposite. Yeah. It really allows us to embrace that those many qualities, those yeah. many emotions mm-hmm. and the depths of those emotions and really allows us to fully show up 100% yeah. at all times as ourselves. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's the beauty of like yeah. that day that you were talking yeah. about. It was like... Mm-hmm. Alicia still got to show up as herself. She didn't mm-hmm. have to put on when she got on the yeah. podcast because that's what it's all about yeah. is like yeah. acknowledging you, your fullness as yeah. a human. Yeah. Yeah. We were having this conversation earlier about the strong friend. Um, and I think mm-hmm. the duality in that is like, mm-hmm. we, like we are the strong. That's naturally how we show up. Yeah. But the duality piece is we also get to be held. Yes. Yeah. And so we get to live in that in light of that as well. And so finding how those can coexist and, and it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. Um, and knowing that in each relationship, I don't have to be the designated person. Like in this relationship, I'm normally strong. I'm not today. Yeah. Yeah. Not what this is. And we can just, you know, be soft. Yeah. It's so powerful. I feel like that's something that's coming to the forefront more in media, maybe not as much, which is why your guys's podcast is just so powerful is that I think in certain situations or certain communities or friend groups, like you're known as maybe one side of you, right? Like you're always putting on some kind of one aspect, maybe, maybe two different aspects of who you are and you're showcasing that to people. But the reality of being able to show up to a space and maybe you aren't having a great day like you were and to be open and vulnerable about that, like, okay, Alicia is always cheery, happy, high energy, but what's up with her today? It's like, there's nothing wrong with you. That's just something that is natural. And yeah, to be open about that and to share that openness, I think it really makes a difference. Yeah. It's just, I think it goes back to just the permission to feel. Yes. And we all deserve that. Yes, we do. To like, as you were saying this, Meg, it made me think about like, we get to lead by example. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm leadership and I don't know people don't want to like crack the vase it's like leader all together yeah right time and I have the right words always to say and I'm like I I'm not that's too much pressure yeah way too much I don't got all that (laughs) um and we still get to be powerful and like you said we still get to show up fully as ourselves in all the multifaceted ways that exist like within that and so and it also allows us to be more expressive because I'm like, yeah, we need to try new things on as we're figuring Mm -hmm. it out. It's not so stiff. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a different level of power and like real authenticity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, how has this level of openness affected um, your relationship with your communities? Hmm. That's really good. We actually, our first guest of season two was Mm. a brother and friend of ours where we really tapped into relationship with community. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, you know, how care is in direct relation to community. Mm-hmm. And so as you ask that, I think that I have attracted more people that care 
And mm-hmm. I think I love that. Mm-hmm. I think like that's w- really where like transformation exists for me. I don't know. What, what did you feel? Yeah. That was so good. Because I, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't, that, that wasn't my like first thought. I was yeah. like pondering it. But as you put those together, I was like, oh no, that, that's exactly what it is. Like yeah. as we are leading by example, but just like showing up fully in all the different ways, we're attracting that. And yeah. so mm-hmm. we're like, we, we are in turn creating this community of like-minded people, yeah. Um, but still having that welcome space to be like everyone is, there's a space for everyone here. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so it's been really cool too. What, what what I've seen is I have friends who will like DM me and they'll be like, I didn't know you were HSP. And I'm like, I say it all the time. You just yeah. never, really- <laughs> yeah. it's like on Instagram now. Yeah. Um, but it's opened up conversation about like our vulnerabilities has opened up conversation for other people to express and share those parts where they're like, yeah, shame there. Like yeah. that overwhelm, we're, we're like, mm, I don't want to say that word because it makes it seem like I can't handle situations. And so I love that in this community, I think we're freeing other people by us healing and doing it so loudly and yeah. openly, like yeah. other people are being able to heal as well. Yeah. Yeah. The community. I love that. I agree with that too. I, in some of your conversations, um, I actually, I was thinking about HSP too. When you were, I, I don't remember when you brought it up, but it's been brought up in a few episodes. So like your friends definitely acknowledge it now because if, if you've been in their ears. <laughs> um, but I had no idea that that existed. And even, yeah. um, well, when she brought it up, I was on the same page as you, Meg. I was like, I think I knew like deeply that I was that, mm-hmm. but I never really mm-hmm. labeled it yeah. as, you know, HSP. So mm-hmm. when you shared that with me and then you shared the quiz with me and I was I like, quiz. <laughs> I do too. Oh, I've been doing quizzes since back in the magazine <laughs> days, you know, when you just, like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I was so that girl. Goes on BuzzFeed. I love, like, you know, being able to do that activity and sit with myself and really just, like, inquire about who I am. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm an HSP. (laughs) Language. Just our experience. I think that's – the more knowledge we have, the – I almost feel like the the more um, in touch with self you can be, but you Mm -hmm. need to gain that knowledge and, like, seek it out. And so it's always, like, there's something a little – I don't say off. But just something unique, right? Yeah, <laughs> special, it's special, something special. special. Something special. Um, yeah, because it's like we're such people. People, we love yeah. to be around people. I love building community, but I can easily be like, I'm my battery. It just it went to zero, and I need yeah. to like freak now. Yeah, um, but that's normal for a lot of people to feel, even if they aren't like a highly sensitive person. So, to I think what you guys are doing that's so powerful is you're educating on a certain level too, and empowering the wellness community that not only do you need to do X, Y, Z to become like a healthy person, but to take a step and just look within, that's kind of all you really have to do and to acknowledge where you are at this specific moment and to feel it and to sit in it and to let it out. It's... Yeah, I love it. You guys love, are changing the game. I think what, what brings up the mind for me is this idea, as you're saying that, of, um, so I'm just starting my coaching journey. Um, and mm. so soul care um, is what I'm like preaching to the stars right now. Because mm-hmm. it's in wellness and fitness, a lot of times we just focus on the physical modalities. Um, but it's like to be 
a well-rounded like being it's yeah. emotional right and it's the spiritual components too like we're spiritual beings so we get to acknowledge like all three of those together that create mm-hmm. the balance and like that homostasisness that we're seeking um and so what i love about and again something else that we connected on was when we bring up different topics nothing was like oh no let's not talk about that it's yeah. like oh yeah like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's do it yeah Yeah, it was just it's such open and so the topics vary so much and Mm -hmm. it goes into our physical body but it's also like how's our heart doing right like we talk a lot about like our our come from and like our our backgrounds and as being christians but also Mm -hmm. just spirituality in general um Mm -hmm. and those all make us who we are i think so too Yeah. yeah yeah i love that um what impact do you feel that your specific conversation surrounding coexistence make on media within the wellness industry particularly like there's conversations that are kind of floating around but because yours are so different like what impact do you want to leave on the media in wellness you know if we can just make someone see a different perspective Mm -hmm. and if we can just make someone look within if we can just make someone want to share something that we said with another person I think we're creating the impact that we want, you know? I think for us, it was never really about like the views or the listens or any of that. I think for us, we really want to leave our footprints on this world and we want to put things out into the universe that we feel um, can make a difference and can, and can really transform people from the inside out. And so as we both are on this mission to share more and to pour more into this podcast. I think something that is important to both of us is that we just lead with truth and we lead with honesty. Mm -hmm. And so then we can walk away with no regret. What Mm -hmm. I said in that moment was exactly how I was showing up in that moment. And Mm -hmm. you, like the same for you. And so, yeah, I think, you know, making that long lasting impact where even just the small, tiny things, the small, tiny changes, like Kayla says, 1% better. I love, every day. I, I love that too. And I've, I've embraced that motto ever since she said it. Mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, each of us as humans, we're all just here wanting to be heard and seen mm-hmm. and loved, cared for. Um, and so we hope that our pod- podcast will make that kind of impact that makes mm-hmm. people feel all of those things. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'm like smiling so much inside. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, like, it's like, like preach. Yeah, I was like, thank you. I don't have to be like, well, actually, <laughs> but also, <laughs> also yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the they just said it. It's for me. What it, uh, the word that comes up is curiosity. We just mm. want to like curiosity yeah. in someone to do an extra research or like have a different perspective. Like you said, go in in and be like introspective and maybe challenge why you believe what you believe. Um, mm. And beliefs are meant to be changed. They're not facts, mm-hmm. right? So you can go in and like shift those at any minute with new information. So mm-hmm. I love that they're just providing information. Yeah. You are. And it's philosophical. <laughs> it's deep. It's like, it's all in my cup of tea. So that's why I'm so excited to have you guys on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so speaking of impact and community, I saw that your website that you guys just put out has a tab where you showcase black businesses for listeners to support, which I absolutely admire that. So cool. Um, What community or what about community and supporting the community reign so important to you guys? 
Meg, you did your research. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm a Capricorn girl. <laughs> I was just like, you go. <laughs> Uh, I think one of the things that we, well, so even taking a step back, like we're both entrepreneurs in our own right. Um, and mm-hmm. so building that like ecosystem is so important for us and, and, and understanding like um, how important our dollar is and like where mm-hmm. we get to place it. And so when we decide to place it in specific places, like we're giving credence and credit to, to that, to be like, we need more of this, mm-hmm. um, hence the space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it was like, an, it just felt natural um, a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs. And so as they come into the podcast, we want to be of support and we want to shed light on like all these amazing black individuals, black and brown individuals who are shaking and making waves and they have products and they have services. Um, and so for us, I think it really felt organic. It wasn't yeah. even really a thought. It was just like, okay, so like we've got the, the foundation together. Yep. It's like now let's add this layer and yeah. we want to grow we have some things that we're working on as well. Mm, Okay. I know I was like expecting on the shop part to see like Dosa Duality merch, but it was so, it was such a nice, pleasant surprise to see like one, a variety of a lot of different things, but then different businesses too. It's really. And we have everyone who, who is listed on the shop currently. So our friends of the podcast um, people that we really believe in and what yeah. they're selling mm-hmm. and what they're doing. A lot of small businesses as well, which is important. So it's there's names and faces behind the products that we like personally know and have relationships with, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. is really special to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that was um, when we were collaborating about season two yeah. and like talking about all the things that we wanted to include. I think that was extremely important to us, especially as black women. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll notice that we are highlighting black business owners, black female business owners Mm -hmm. um, on that particular part of our page. And, you know, we as entrepreneurs, like Alicia said, we know the work it takes and it is not easy Mm -mm. from start to finish Mm -mm. all the way through and through. There are so many challenges that we face. There are so many disadvantages that we have. And so even with the podcast, it was very important that we were speaking to the black community and inviting everybody to celebrate that with us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, though we are not pushing anybody out of these conversations, we are really highlighting and giving yeah. a platform to what we also come from. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we embrace, um, as you're speaking, when we embrace and inviting everyone into this, mm-hmm. it honestly, um, it adds to everyone's, to everyone's benefit, right? So although we're yeah. like uplifting and really like showcasing uh, these black women owned businesses, like you supporting it also like helps you have more information you have more knowledge and it also yeah. uh, helps you get a different understanding right and so mm-hmm. you get to then spread that to your friends and your community because so i think everyone wins when we just embrace diversity in that way yeah and absolutely. i love what you said about the challenges like at that could be a whole podcast uh, the, like i've had brick and mortars and the funding mm-hmm. Oh the, my gosh. Fund, the 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 disproportionate amount of funding that black businesses receive is wild and a lot of the mm. times um it, 
businesses, like, especially if you're in Silicon Valley, they're like, you don't even need proof of concept. Just like have a great idea and like, we'll put like, well, VCs will like put money in your pockets. But mm -hmm. on this side, on the other side, right? It's like, we need proof of concept. We need to make sure you're making revenue. We need to have all these things in place in so many years. And so it's really, it really puts you at a disadvantage. And I think for us, it's really nice that we get to, in our own way, we get to support. Yeah. Yeah. Like, platform to uplift. Yeah. Do what you can to like decrease yeah. the roadblock. <laughs> yeah. Release the barriers. To yeah. And <laughs> yes. it all goes along with that whole idea that you guys are saying that you're bringing about a level of curiosity and education to people. And in such a positive way too. Like I want to buy those little mantra cards that you have or not the mantra cards, it's but um, is that what yes, yes. Yes. Mantra cards. cards. Yeah. Affirmation cards. That's what it was. Yes. I want to, like, that'd be such a nice daily routine, pulling out every single morning, set the Honestly, intention. It, it's so beautiful because even though there's 31 cards in there and you think, okay, like, that gets me through a month, some of those cards come back up for you. Mm -hmm. And I love, oh, we, we both love, when we get a card <laughs> over and over, we're like, the message, they're trying to drive the message home, yeah, like, yeah. the universe is sending us <laughs> this signal that, like, okay. <laughs> I need to really focus in on this. I need to pay attention yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like things like that. Like Tochi's cards are so incredible. And she, I literally watched her like put together the packaging and like oh. from start to finish, yeah. like place her order and like carve out the design for the cards. Yeah. She's also an architect. So like, wow. Talk about boss. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is just like a little side thing. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we just love highlighting beautiful black women like that. And we hope to continue to be able to do that as well as putting out our own message and highlighting, you know, what we want to put into the world. That's beautiful. I love it. So guys, if you haven't checked out Dose of Duality, what are you doing? <laughs> Get to it. Um, okay. But now that we've gone over your show and all of the beautiful details of it, part of why I created my show was to get a deeper insight into our leaders and who they are beyond what they already bring to the table. So in spirit of duality, I want to shine a light on each of you magical humans individually to our community. So you guys can answer each of these questions. Ooh one after the other, whoever wants to go first. <laughs> so Deja and Alicia, what aspect of your life is bringing you challenge and or growth? And what aspect is bringing you joy? No. Let's be being honest. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I can answer mine pretty fast in a nutshell bringing me challenge and joy is my new soon to be little one. <laughs> Such a beautiful pump. That's so good. Thank you so much. I honestly will say that this is the most challenging thing that I've ever done. And I'm sure I will continue to say that as I go into labor and delivery and then the fourth <laughs> trimester and postpartum oh and all goodness. the things. And then on this journey of motherhood, but I will also say it is one of the greatest joys that I've gotten to experience in life. Um, I think that, you know, the rainbow comes after the storm mm -hmm. so often in life. And mm -hmm. for me, this is my rainbow baby. For those of you that don't know, I struggled with infertility for a while, unexplained infertility. And there was lots of procedures that I did, lots of treatments that I did leading up to this moment. And so 
after going through a lot of those trials with my partner, I really discovered how deeply I desired to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And this like time in my life, this chapter, I'm just trying to savor every single moment, mm-hmm. soak up every single part of this experience. And so though it is challenging, it is also a joyous time. And yeah. mm, that's so good. <laughs> I love that. I know. I'm melting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone go check out Deja's Instagram. She just announced um, her pregnancy and it was, it was so, it was so good. So beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. It's I'm done. Turn. It's your turn. <laughs> um, what has, let's start with what's been bringing me joy. So what's been bringing mm. me joy is I'm in a new relationship and this is, even me saying that Ooh. is a lot because a couple months ago I was like, we've all been there. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about why we can't embrace those joyous moments. Like we feel mm. like, oh, it's fleeting, or is it really stable? Um, and so one of the affirmations that Deja gave me, which I still like use, is just I'm in a relationship today, mm. and you can start whatever that is for you today. And so just being where you're, for me, it looked like just being where my feet are planted. And so yeah. Not, having to have it all figured out and like, you know, what's the plan for six months and a month and, you know, four years from now. Yeah. Just yeah. today, this is where I'm at and I'm going to savor it and let it be juicy and let it like warm me up and make me smile. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at. That's what's been bringing me joy. Um, and then the challenge has been releasing control. Like I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. We said, did we say this on camera or off camera? No, we said this on okay, camera. Okay, this is on camera. Okay. Capricorn gang. We, we're talking a lot. Right? Yeah, we're really proud of it. Gang, 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 Capricorns. <laughs> you all come like oh. strong and deep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's like New York people. They're like, no, I'm from New York. Yeah. From New York. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. yeah. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> Issa Rae is a Capricorn. And when I found that out, that was when I was like, okay, game over. I'm going to tell everybody I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> Yes, as you should, as you should. And so in the natural elements of a Capricorn are like order. I say organization, I've been saying this, is a love language for me, um, which is weird for some people, but I like the boxes to fit and mm-hmm. I'll work really hard to make them fit. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't mind putting some elbow grease, grease into things to get them to be in order. But what happens when you give 110% and things still aren't working? I, it's mm-hmm. all, like my brain almost couldn't compute. It's like, no, but I gave it my all. So like this should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I actually gave more than my all. So this should happen. And the challenge has really been just letting go. Like as, as long as like out of my head, into my heart and into my hands. Like mm-hmm. that's like another mantra I've been using. And so as long as I'm tapping into what my heart is saying and I'm doing my best, I can't control anything yeah. else. And so life's been doing this and the, 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 the challenge is being like, okay. Sitting right. back and just, this is the plan. Yeah. This is what, this must be the plan the path that's for me yeah. like right now. And also seeing the beauty in, mm. in it looking differently. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't have this on my checklist of things. And like, it's mm-hmm. been one of the highlights of just like a, a while. 
months of year. We hadn't seen each other in a few weeks. We've been texting, and I was like, I'm so happy. Oh, I know. I love, I love. So, yeah, being with the shifts, the changes, and being present for those unexpected joys. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I can relate to that, too. I mean, I... I'm going through a phase of my life where everything is changing in every single direction. And in some ways I've actually been able to sit in it and think this is kind of fun. But then there's also another side of me that's like, well, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a planner and I need everything regimented, but yeah. sometimes that can't happen. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, Megan, to add to that point of what both you and Alicia were saying I heard someone on Jay Shetty's podcast, and I cannot remember her name right now, but very wise woman. I'm going to find it so that I can send it to you. <laughs> okay. Because I, we'll I'm, share it. I, I really, it's very important for me to cite my sources. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> this woman said the most simple phrase, and the phrase was, let it, let them, right? And she went through this mm. sequence of just like mm. scenarios of like, if someone wants to do this or think this about you, let them. And if something shifts and has to go this way today and it's not really your the way that you would have imagined it, let it. Mm -hmm. And I just love embracing that, that concept of just like letting it or letting go mm. as you mm -hmm. phrased it. Like, I think that it's so hard for me even to relinquish control. Mm -hmm. Definitely a big challenge, <laughs> a big challenge of mine. Maybe it's like a, not necessarily a sign thing, but just like a powerful yeah. trait. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I want to hold the reins yeah. and I want to grab the yeah. wheel and I want to drive the car, yeah. you know? And yeah. so because there are so many things beyond our control in life, I think embracing that aspect of just letting, allowing flow to happen and really letting the things just transpire and you just walking into whatever your destiny is supposed to be mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. such an important element of life. So mm -hmm. yeah, I really liked that she said that and I'm going to find her so that I can I love that. <laughs> I feel like I recognize that quote. Wait, yeah. so it's let it, let it, like, let it them. Like, let it, let them. Like, mm. so placing it to like ideas of place, people, places, and things mm. is like just letting things happen, letting it happen, mm. letting them do them and mm -hmm. you, you know, mm -hmm. I'm bookmarking that. That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, those are fantastic answers. That's <laughs> one <Yeah>. question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so next up, I want to ask you guys how does duality play into your personal relationships? Mm. These questions are good, Megan. Juicy. <laughs> Um, into my personal relationships, um, I would say that just it almost goes back to what we were saying earlier about the strong friend. I think that's one of the themes that's been coming up for me lately. And just because I've been ex experiencing more challenge than I'm used to in mm -hmm. multiple areas of my life all at the same time. So it's one thing when like one shoe drops, when there's multiple, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's I, I can't I can't carry all this on my back. And so acknowledging it that I'm still me um mm -hmm. i'm still um joyous like i'm still whole like there's nothing broken there's nothing wrong um and at the same time 
there's there there are parts of me that are fragmented that I'm healing and I'm mm. reorganizing and it's like I'm gonna have them all they're just making a new vase or they're making a new picture right now they're yeah. forming a new puzzle um and so not looking at myself as like there's things that are missing but it's just shifting right now and so I think the duality for me is allowing myself to be held and allowing myself to be soft a lot like actually verbalizing that I don't have it figured out which was a, <laughs> it was like that would be a thing for me I'd be like no one needs to know I don't have it figured out I'm gonna like go figure it out and then I'll come back with the plan right but just yeah. be like I don't, I don't know that's more fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm embracing, I'm embracing that <laughs> yeah yeah. And also, I think a lot more people can relate to that, too. Yeah. yeah. So it allows for more connection in your life. Yeah, for sure. And I think as women, too, we, there's just this, um, I, I was watching, there was this TikTok, and they were talking about uh, why divorces were at an all-time high, and the divorce lawyer was talking about what he was seeing. And so mm -hmm. he said the trend was a lot of women who were holding down the whole household. So they were having the kids, taking care of the kids, doing like the typical domestic chores. They were the breadwinners. They were the ones like keeping mm. everything together. Um, and I think as women, sometimes we've been socialized to like feel like we need to keep all these things together, whether we're mm. like in a domestic relationship or just within friends and family circles. Um, I know the women in my family are just like powerful and strong and they hold it all together for everyone. Yeah. And so I see these examples, which are beautiful, but it also makes it challenging for me to allow myself um, to shift and, and to like soften when I need to, or to verbalize when things aren't, you know, like going well. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's the duality for me is just being with all that. Yeah. yeah. I second that in so many ways. I, I think, you know, to add to the element of family, that is where I have seen the largest transformation within myself in terms of like embracing duality. I think I've held a, a singular role in my family for a very long time as like the rock. I was the firstborn, and so I'm the oldest of 10 children. Oh, wow. Big responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Big often, oldest child energy. Yes, yeah. yes. And oftentimes that thrusts me into like a third parent type of role. And I realized that I can be a little softer with myself and I don't have to hold these huge burdens and responsibilities. Not that my siblings in any way are a burden, but like I was carrying a lot of weight thinking like I needed to be everything for everyone and show up as that all the time. Mm -hmm. And that is just not sustainable. It's also not possible. Mm -hmm. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself that I didn't have to. Yeah. And so now in this time in my life, I'm embracing duality. I'm embracing that maybe today with my sister, I show up as her best friend. Mm -hmm. And maybe today as my sister, you know, with my sister, I show up as someone who can be a mentor to her. But maybe I don't have to carry the weight of like parenting her because truthfully i have not yet birthed a child soon to yeah. come soon but, you know yeah so like i think like duality has shown up so much in my relationships with my family and the shift of the dynamics there and mm -hmm. i see it play out in every area of my life and i'm like really happy to embrace be, be embracing that even more but i mm -hmm. think the show has had such an impact on me and my relationship with alicia has had such an impact that it is kind of shifting the atmosphere in the most amazing way. I love that. Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of your relationships within duality, in communicating your personal experience to others, how do you get that across to your loved ones without oversharing or projecting onto others or seeming as you're doing so? That's a challenge. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's a challenge. I have that challenge. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge challenge, but I think I go back to something that Alicia mentioned earlier is like leading by example. I think it's really important for me not to project my thoughts, my beliefs, my morals, my opinions on anybody else because I am an individual, she is an individual, you are an individual, and so are all the many people that we come into contact are in partnership with on a daily basis. I think for me, you know, it oftentimes is challenging because I'll think, well, there's common sense. There's the difference between right and wrong. You know, we should all embrace that at the same time, right? But truthfully, it's unfair to expect someone to have the exact same thoughts or feelings as you and mm-hmm. and allowing them to show up as a whole human, mm-hmm. you can really allow that reciprocity to be delivered back to you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, though it is a challenge, especially the more I dive deeper into this process for me, my journey is not theirs. And I think as I continue to acknowledge that and uphold that, I have a lot of respect for people just showing up in the world with their own sense of duality. And like their own emotions and thoughts and opinions and beliefs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, the word that came to me was compassion. And I, was, mm-hmm. and I don't have it all figured out. So I was trying to like piece my thoughts together as you were speaking. But I was like tapped into what you're saying. Like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, uh, but em- embracing this idea of um, the yin and yang of compassion. So sometimes mm. we think that compassion is is weak and it's like soft, right? And in a way mm-hmm. that's not, uh, affirming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can be both, mm-hmm. right? Um, like there can be this the softness, but there's also like the firm and hardness of compassion. And so I've learned to approach myself with compassion in that way. Like my no is, is a, it's compassion. It's compassion for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so instead of thinking so much about what family's going to say or what like a friend or an employer or whatever that might be is going to say, um, I get to like be accountable to myself first mm-hmm. and yeah. make sure I'm taking care of what like I need um, and holding myself in that in, in light of who I'm, who I say I want to be and who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes back to leading by example. People get to see that. Um, yeah. And then also holding others with compassion too. So People are where they're at. Like they, mm-hmm. they're 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 doing the Mariah Carey. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. Yeah. <laughs> that like that's that's where people are at. So if they're showing up a specific way that doesn't like rub me the right way or like isn't in alignment with what my values are and where I see my trajectory, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. And I don't need to try to like convince or shift or change. It's like respect that that's where they're at. Um, and then you learn how to compassionately place people. Yeah. But I think just more compassion and thinking about it um, from both angles. Like it, like your nose are compassion mm-hmm. and, and, and also just not beating myself up or taking things so personal, especially when you're dealing with family because I can feel oh, very yeah. attack. Yeah. You don't yeah. get it? Yes. You don't understand? <laughs> yeah. I've been having a whole thing with my dad lately and I love this man, but like he's never going to see this. He's been very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> come on dad 
oh, about my life choices. And I know it's coming from a good space. Yeah. Um, and he cares. Yeah. We, we grew up different. And so it's like, I'm afforded totally. opportunities now that you didn't have. And so I know yeah. it's hard for you to understand why I'm taking such risks. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of me, and I was, I was highly annoyed. And I was like, I'm just not going to answer you today because I don't have energy. That's like compassion. I was yeah. Yeah, understand. Yeah. What, what what's going on there you know the why's behind it so hold it with more compassion yeah yeah I love that I also want to emphasize the point that you made about compassion also being boundaries mm-hmm. we've talked about boundaries on the show before yeah. and we will dive deeper into our relationships with yeah. boundaries because it's it's important yes. huge element in both of our lives but as you talk about that I'm like oh my god yes like my no or like whatever I stand for is showing compassion for self. And I, me respecting and embracing whatever you stand for yeah. is showing compassion for you. Yeah. And I love this quote by Prentice Hempel mm. that says that boundaries are the distance in which I can love me and you simultaneously. Mm. And I so I like hold that, that so close to my heart yeah. because I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I'm showing compassion for me and you when I set a boundary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just wanted to put a little yeah. extra emphasis on the boundary part because I was like, I'm there with you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how you guys were saying your mantra cards will pop up for you multiple times until you get the point? I've been hearing so much about boundaries, knows, compassion for yourself. Even this morning, I was listening to, I think it was Jay Shetty's podcast. Whatever his most recent episode, he was talking about serving yourself is or he was saying monkhood was all about serving yourself so that you can go out and serve others you can't serve others if you if your tank isn't full right so that compassion in being able to say no when you need to say no is only going to help serve the greater good down the road yeah 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 and I feel like this is our theme, leading by example. <laughs> but because what we think of is your life gets to be that walking example of like who you are and mm-hmm. what you stand for. Mm-hmm. Like my life should be a walking mantra. Like I don't even need to say it. You should just look at how I maneuver, how I move, how I treat people, how I love, how I deal with compassion. When no one's looking, yeah. when there's no camera on, like how do I still show up? Um, and I think that's like that is what we get to display and what we like get to show and how people learn from that. So, yeah. 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 So beautiful. I don't think I want to be a mother. I couldn't. I know. I don't think I, well, yeah, the opportunity yeah. has passed for me. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. she's locked in. <laughs> she's buckled up. Roller coaster is taken off. <laughs> Another lifetime. Another lifetime. Yeah. Um, speaking of, and, in this chapter of my life, this is a fun question. Uh, <laughs> I feel like music and movement are what allow me to best feel into what I'm experiencing internally. I know you both have a deep connection to music from what I've heard. Um, <laughs> if you could name a song or an artist that helps you either soothe or feel into something deeper, what would yours be? Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Are you gonna (laughs) Spotify? So there's so many. Okay, so I'll say this right now. My husband and I are doing this thing where every night I have these belly buds that my dad brought me for my stomach, and so we're creating that playlist together for things for the baby to listen to. So cute. 
it, thank you. Wow. And we add a few songs to it every night. And so it's interesting because then I get to see what makes him feel because he mm. wants to play certain things for the baby. And then he gets to also see what makes me feel. And we put a couple of songs on the playlist that like we both like. And so we both love Sam Cooke. We're like Ooh. huge Sam Cooke fans. And he has the ability to make one feel. Trust oh, me. Oh, yes. Um, but my husband actually, okay. So he found this one song and I don't want to misquote it. So I'm going to, I'm going to look, I'm going to look it up <laughs> on Sage's playlist. Wait, there should be like a, um, there needs to be a, a playlist from the whole season. Oh my gosh. Yeah. From all the different guests that Oh yeah, you have this. to, yes, this you do. This really good. You have to share, make a full playlist. Share the playlist out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, you mean on my show? Yes. Yes. yes you Actually, do. yeah. I do ask people what song. That would be a very random playlist. <laughs> but I mean, the duality of it all. That's true. That's true. Duality. Yes. Allow it to live. Yeah. Okay. So last night That's we fun. added, it's by Ryuchi Sakamoto and it's called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Okay. So the title kind of throws you off a little bit. But when you listen to it, the music, it's just so moving. And it's it like really, it has no words. It's just mm -hmm. instrumental. But um, my baby was kicking like the whole time. Every time he heard like pianos and then like different strings and instruments coming into play. So oh. they say classical music is yes, yeah. it's really good for the baby. So, Ooh, yeah. that's so, so that, cool. those are my contributions to either Beyond the Sweat <laughs> playlist. But it was yeah. random. random but Powerful. Too. The curiosity. We we discover new artists at least. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> okay, so mine is very it's been all over the place. So I've um I've been running. I, I, she's what, a runner. She's a track star. She's a runner. You call yourself a runner? But yes, so I've been yes, running. Um, okay. And honestly, Beyonce's Black is King is, is like, I put it on and I'm like, who's better than me right now? Nobody. <laughs> <Yes>. Nobody. <laughs> like, I am out here. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love, love, love. Um, and so uh, Black Parade is one of my favorite oh, songs. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm the runner, so I'm, I'm not technically trained at all, so I'm exerting way too much energy, but I'm running like... <laughs> the minute that that song comes on, you're just taking oh, off. I'm full on. You're and the most I'm, exciting runner to watch. It's the mouth. It's <laughs> coming yeah, out, yeah, yeah. but I'm like mouthing all the words. <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally. It gets me going. I'll even look and I'm like, oh, your pace just increased. <laughs> because this song came on. Yeah. And then um, in the morning, so I have a playlist called... Honestly, I've been looking at it for the last year. It's called It's a Tussle. I name on my playlist really random mm. things. Mm. It's a Tussle is all like worship and like gospel music, um, specifically around like tough times. So things to like encourage me. And mm -hmm. so there's one song that I've been listening to every this morning for I don't know how I'm, long. This is a good playlist. I'll share. I'll share. Please do. Um, it's by Maverick City Tribal. It's called Never Lost. And mm. so one of the things, and if you don't know anything about worship music, oh, they have like 13 minutes. I don't know. It's so long. <laughs> okay. Go. It's like a symphony. Yes. In one song. Yeah. Yeah. Todd nice. Just like very like intuitive, but how it all kind of uh, plays out. Um, but there's this one piece. So it's this idea of like, I've, like that God's never lost a battle. So whatever you're going through, like he's fighting for you. Like he's not 
you're not going to lose this. Whatever may not look like you want it to look, but like allow the plan to unfold because there's victory for you specifically in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just one piece where it's like, uh, who are you, Great Mountain? And I'm like legit in my room like, who are you, Great Mountain? <laughs> and it's like, you're like, you're telling whatever your challenge or the problem is. It's like, who are you? Like, <laughs> who are you to stand in my way? And I got to start my mornings off like that to be like, whatever it is, I'm screaming at, who are who are you? And we were talking about this in our podcast earlier. Yeah. Insert whatever that mountain is mm. for you, challenges. And it like makes me pop out my, like, who are you? Yeah. Like I, I got this. Like I got. Hallelujah. I love that. So those are my, those are my, my things right now. Oh my gosh! If it's anything, I'm just gonna make a playlist with your specific recommendations. <laughs> because... <laughs> we got you. We got you. Man. That is awesome. Oh my gosh! Fun question. Okay. Um, what aspect of? Yeah, I know. I. You guys made me think of it for some reason. It's not even in like my rapid fire, but. Um... <laughs> I was like, these two definitely, like, they'll have some kind of good, <laughs> good feels music. Yes. Um, what aspect of your life are you living right now that your younger self would be flipping out over? Oh, my goodness. So many things. My younger self would mm. be flipping out that I've been in three, like, international and national campaigns mm-hmm. um, with a company that is, like, my dream company to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, my younger self would be flipping out that like, I am so brave and bold and confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, my younger self would be flipping out that I'm doing something other than dance. Because like, I've been dancing since I was the age of three. And so like, mm-hmm. I always thought like, for me, the trajectory was like Gregory Hines, Debbie Allen, Ooh. like you dance forever. Yeah. You know, Um, so yeah, like I think my younger self would be flipping out about that. My younger self would be flipping out that I'm about to be a mom, Mm. that I'm married to this incredible partner. Um, She would be really, she would really be beside herself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here giving you a high five. That's a good one to like, even when, you know, when you don't see all the things you've accomplished to like ask yourself that question. Yeah. As you're saying it, like you could see it. You're like... I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's a feel good question. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Bra- you know, we don't brag on ourselves enough. Yeah. Or I'll say great. I don't know. Okay. I agree. I'm, I'm with like, you in that like, boat. Like, yeah. Neither of you. Yeah. <laughs> we just like, I, and, and modesty can be admirable yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I think it's just as important to celebrate yourself. And we have mm. an episode on celebration yes. with, with Eric in mm. our first season, but I think oftentimes, especially being a black woman, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just do it. You just, yeah. you just are strong. You just do show up. You just do work in excellence. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of downplay how much that truly means in the world and how much impact we're making yeah. in the midst of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at this conference. I, I might've said, I, I might've said it online, but it just made me laugh so much. So this black woman, she's edgy, she's a financial investor. Um, and she, she was saying, and she came from HR and then moved into like wealth planning. And mm-hmm. she, she was saying in her HR career that women, uh, always came in soaked in it. Right. And she's mm. like, nine times out of 10, women don't even apply for positions that they're not overly qualified for. Like if we don't look at the resume or whatever the description is and don't think we hit every bullet, we're like, mm, this isn't for us. Right. Yeah. And then come in and they're like, 
they don't even have a clue, but they're just like, yeah, yeah I'm a car salesman and like yeah. make me VP of like this marketing team or whatever it is. Yeah. And um and then she was saying specifically black women even come in even more timid. And it's like we'll have resumes and we'll have the experience and the accolades. Um, but there's this thing about we don't embrace it and we don't like mm. wear it like we should. And she was saying our white male counterparts, again, males but like white men counterparts, come mm. in even more have like a quarter of what's going on, but they, they have so much confidence yeah. right, in themselves and their abilities. And so she was like, if ever you're feeling like before an interview, you're feeling low down, go in with the confidence of an average white male and you'll do great. And I was like, oh my God. That's good. Fair That's enough, good. yeah. Just an average, not just, just white. And, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna start channeling that energy sometime. Yeah. When I wanna yeah. like keep myself muted and yeah. like demure, demure. Yeah. 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 It's so easy to talk yourself down, but yeah, to be able to stand in everything that you've done. I mean, I need to do that too. I need to ask myself that question. <laughs> what yeah. am I excited about that? Yeah. What am I doing that I would be flipping out over like even a year ago? Yeah. Um, I would say for me, the, um, I love stability. Mm. It's another love language. It makes me feel very safe. Um, and in this part of my career, I've like, left my full-time job and I started a business um, and just moving into like full-time entrepreneurship is, it's been a leap and mm. it's in my head. It was, it's like, you need something and like, can your own, not, and when you're working, it's your own abilities, but there's still like that net of sorts. And so there's a different like level of confidence that gets to come or it shows you all your insecurities that you get to overcome um, yeah. and putting yourself out there in full-time entrepreneurship. And so she would be so excited because it's always been a thing. Like I was the child who was like selling lollipops in school just because I thought it was fun. Like no one <laughs> told me I needed to. It was just like trade. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this excites me for some reason. Let me like create a whole thing. <laughs> like you've always been this way. Um, business so, woman yeah just like going for it and doing it and uh not having a not having to have it all figured out but like trusting herself um I think that trust in myself she'd be so excited about that because there's always that second guess piece in the back mm -hmm. of my head are you doing it right is this the right thing um so I think that would be something she'd be really excited about uh I think in this season um just letting go mm. and being more free and not mm. being so structured, I think she'd be like, wow, is this how we're just showing up right now? <laughs> Did you just say that in public? Because that's not <laughs> what we do. And it's weird. I feel like I'm like reverse aging. You know, in older folks, they just say whatever. I'm like yeah. doing yeah. it. And I'm, like, I'm just going to let it out. It's already out there. <laughs> not yeah. even questioning it. Right? Like, that's what ha what's happening. Um, and I think she would be really excited about um, just the community that she's um, mm -hmm. I have a really strong family unit that can make you just want to stay in your family unit. Um, mm -hmm. But all my chosen family, I'm like, they're they're now family, family to me. And mm -hmm. so I'm really excited about those relationships. They just warm my heart. They help me and support me and um, it just uplift me. So I'd be really, she'd be excited about that. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, these are such good answers. Both so unique too. Thank you. Yeah. Beyond the hustle, the bustle, the sweat that you each are going through on a day-to-day -day basis. Who are Deja Riley and Alicia Ferguson? 
Ooh, I love being asked this question. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia knows that like I don't ever like to say titles when people mm-hmm. ask me this question. Mm-hmm. So I will say I am love, I am joy, I am light, I am free, I am powerful, I am an inspiration, I am a motivator, mm-hmm. and I am chose one more because I could go on for a while. <laughs> I am me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I um so there's this it's similar, um, but it's it's not as many and I only have like more though. <laughs> um it's it's almost like a personal contract that like mm-hmm. I have with myself and I like ground myself in. And so it's I am a powerful and honest passion or powerful honest compassionate leader and i would say mm. spiritual being as well if i could mm. accentuate that more and so i i just when times when i get kind of nervous it's like um who am i being is what i go back to and so mm-hmm. how do i want what's the impact i want to leave in this space or the the people that i'm around and so i go back to my ways of being so like am mm-hmm. i showing up powerful am i show, showing up honest am i showing up with passion um, and authenticity. And so when I think about it like that, I get to connect and I'm like sourcing it, source source power, because you're not showing up powerfully right now, or source that authenticity. Like how can you, you know, be more vulnerable or whatever that looks like. Um, and that just helps me, That that's what I live in, in light of. That's beautiful. I knew you guys would have probably the best answers that I've gotten to that <laughs> question. <laughs> Thank you. I love it that it's similar too. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's never a title, which that I think is, that's what I'm going for. You know, we're all more than just what we do. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you guys are so in tuned with that about yourselves is really powerful. So hopefully you're leading by example on my platform and more people can live authentically. <laughs> we hope so. We definitely yeah. hope so. Wait, yeah. so what's what's your what's your ways of being? How how do oh, you yeah, describe yourself? Yeah, I want to hear that. Oh my gosh, you're turning the tables. My ways of being. Podcaster to podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> my ways of being. I would say I I'm changing it right now. I am in my I'm approaching my mid twenties. And so life is just kind of hitting me at every single direction. And I think the younger version of myself, one, would undersell who I am and all that all that I am um, and not think I'm qualified for anything. And as I finally took a leap recently of quitting the job that was stable for me and going after something that I really wanted to do for the past like three years, uh, which was entering fitness full time. And, um, you know, just helping people and getting them stronger and inspiring people, also sharing music. (laughs) Um, It's shown a lot more. Man, I'm so good at asking people this question, but like to think about it. um, It's gotten me to be a lot more open to going with the flow. So I think a new side of me that I'm living by is just, yeah, standing in this moment, this day, this time, soaking it in and learning what I need to learn 
for maybe the next day, maybe not. But either way, I have it. (laughs) I think that's how I'm living right now. I like that. Yeah. And I'm having fun with it, too. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I told you, Meg. I I think that, like, it's it's such an admirable um, just leap that you're taking in life. And Mm -hmm. you're taking it so early on in life. I mean, like. I've taken leaps in my life, but I don't think I took any sort of leaps that large that early Mm -hmm. um, from being in something that was stable and choosing myself and choosing, you know, all of the things that excite me first. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it took me much later in life to learn that. So kudos to you for like embracing that and knowing that like that was the direction and the turn that your life needed to take. And yes, Mm -hmm. you don't have it all figured out, but you, you will get there and you will, you're on the right path. So like, it's only going to lead you to amazing possibilities in the future. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Hey, I look up to people like you, so that's probably why I'm like, you know what? They're doing it. I could try it. Yeah. 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 There was a, was it, is it Sarah Blakely? I should know, but she's founder of Spanx, right? I believe she is. If not insert founder of Spanx. But I was, I think it's Sarah Blakely. I was uh, reading this article um, from an interview that she did, and she was saying that her, growing up, her dad um, used to be like, what did you fail at this week? And she'd be like, mm-hmm. what? And he'd be like, you didn't fail at anything? Well, that means you didn't try. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, like, no. And so it got her into this idea very early on, like, mm-hmm. I should be intentionally trying to fail at different things, because that just means I'm stretching myself more. Mm-hmm. So, she tried out for the basketball team and she'd come home like, I didn't get chosen. <laughs> super excited about it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but because her resiliency and her relationship around failure was molded and, and, and like shaped at such a young age, mm-hmm. it allowed her to create billion dollar like business. And so in her doing that, like she got knocked down so many times, but she like hit it on the nail. Yeah. Um, and so what what I in, in this and what you were kind of like acknowledging in Meg, what made me think of is like your relationship to failure at a young age is mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Cause yeah. like you're, you're, get, you're just giving it a go yeah. and like mm-hmm. whatever happens, win or lose, it's like, all right, like learn these lessons early and some things you'll take for the next venture or some things you pocket and 10 years yeah. later, you're like, ah, oh, that's where, that's why I had that whole chapter of being a leaf blower. Or yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, I love making candles at one point. There's just so many different things. Yeah, I see how now those skill sets um, transfer. Yeah, it all connects. Add to that is like we're always in constant motion. We're always going forward, even when we feel like we're taking steps back. And so it's the idea of failing forward. Yes, it's like it's gonna take me to a new place, whether I succeed or I fail. Mm -hmm. I want to get to that new place. So I'm going to go for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You guys just had me thinking of like something I've never thought about before, but I kind of had like a eureka moment. (laughs) I think in, I think my introduction to learning to fail, I used to write comedy in like throughout college. It was just for fun, but I like started a sketch comedy club that like we ended up growing it into like this big thing where we'd like sell out all of, the auditorium and it was so fun but the scariest part of that is like being in a group just like a small room with your co-writers and you're throwing out 
like a funny idea or something that you think is like it made you pee your pants and maybe the room goes silent and you're like yeah right uh that wasn't my best one I'm still working. I'm workshopping. Just workshopping it. But that's funny. I was always thinking like I never did anything with that. It was just like something I had for fun. All my friends were in it and stuff too. But yeah, I think that like kind of plays into just more of like an open sloppy, not not sloppy, but like, you know, openness to live sloppy (laughs) and just figure it out. It is, you know, like, Megan, that made me think of a a time in which like I was auditioning and I kept getting rejected. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a very specific turning point of a time that I was in an audition space and I helped someone get the choreography that got the job and I did not. And I thought, wow, like, God, you're so amazing. You put me in that room to help shift something so that it would put somebody else in place. Uh-huh. And I get to walk away feeling like, wow, like I was able to pour into somebody else. And yeah. that was actually what my purpose was there because mm-hmm. I actually ended up on another job that for me was so fulfilling, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that that was supposed to happen. So like, as I'm sitting in the disappointment, I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. She got it. Yeah. And I was spending time <laughs> Like that sure. the way you're framing it, I was like, I don't know if I've been that mature. I'm like, oh my God. at that moment, no. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so many things. But like, yeah, that actually brought me to that moment because I was thinking, like, oh, like, you know, in that moment, my I thought my purpose was to get the job, and I'm sure, like, as you're like creating this comedy, you're like, my purpose is to take this to the next level, whatever that might mean. Yeah. But sometimes your purpose is something that you don't even know yet. It's something that you don't even, you can't even comprehend in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as these tiny little moments come into play and you move into the future, you realize that like everything has purpose and yeah. everything that you're doing, you're not just doing for like no reason. Like yeah, there right. is so much purpose, even in that comedy sketch room where you were workshopping and brainstorming. I mean, every single moment we've had up to this point, let us right here. And this is exactly where we're supposed to be. Boom, mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) So, so good. You two, it's been so incredible getting to connect with you on a deeper level and to actually converse back and forth aside from, I love listening to your podcast, but I was like, Every time you guys say something, I'm like wanting to chime in, but I'm like, oh, they can't hear me. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for coming on the show. Before we sign off, tell the people where they can find you both on the web and IRL. There, I said IRL. So you can find us both together at doseofduality.com. All things for our show, the links where you can find it on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. You can find me on DejaRiley.com. All things at Deja Riley, except for TikTok, which is at Deja and Jimmy Izzy. I share that with my husband. And yeah, that's it for me. And they are really amazing. Dance TikTok. So earlier. fun. Right? I was like, like get this. Yeah, okay. Very well. I'm very proud. <laughs> um, ditto to what Deja said about all things at Dose of Duality. Um, we have a new YouTube channel, so please go and subscribe, everyone. We would love for you to see us as we do our potting. Um, and then for me, AliciaFerguson.com on all my social channels is Alicia Does Yoga because, you know, I love yoga, y'all. 
<laughs> she does yoga. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, everybody, be sure to connect with Deja and Alicia individually. Check out their podcast. It's such an inspiring show. You'll thank me later for the wreck, and you can thank them later for their incredible content. <laughs> Deja and Alicia, thank you so, so much. So much thank love for you both. <laughs> All righty. Signing off for now. And until next time, stay sweaty, my friends. <laughs>